Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees, their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today, my friends. I hope you are having a great day wherever you are. We are Thursday and um, it's been a rainy Thursday today. And uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's been a rainy week, so uh, hopefully it'll get better as we go on. Um, but I hope you're having a better day wherever you are. Uh, so today we're going to talk something, uh, talk about something. Um, unfortunately, I, I never, I didn't want to say this, but I, 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 I do have to now. The ethnic cleansing of Hindus in India has to stop because there's an ethnic cleansing going on. In case you didn't know, um, or you were not aware, in the 1960s, there were about up to um, Hindus in Afghanistan. There were over 60,000 Hindus, 80,000, 60 to 80,000 Hindus in Afghanistan, if not more. Okay, we, we know there was more, at least 30% Hindus in Jammu and Kashmir. We know that in Pakistan um, and East and West Pakistan, Collectively, there were 30% Hindus. Okay, that's a lot of people. Uh, in 1947, um, in, uh, in, uh, before partition in, in Karachi, there was 52% uh, of Hindus. Where are the Hindus now? Nowhere. They're gone. Um, that's ethnic cleansing, my friend. Over 80,000 Hindus in, in Afghanistan in the 1960s, where have they gone? Okay. Uh, it is, there was one Hindu left in Afghanistan, one Hindu. Okay. Um, it, is in, it is inconceivable, inconceivable. Um, and it's important to understand what's going on. Um, the reason is that we're weak. We're weak from the inside. We have lost our dharma. Uh, we have lost the knowledge. Uh, it is our fault. We have to take responsibility for that. And when we lose our dharma, we lose our knowledge, we're going to be weak. It's, it's a given. Uh, I just found out something which I didn't know and I'm really ashamed of. Um, that uh, in Nagaland in 1960, okay, if you go to 1960 in Nagaland, Nehru, okay, it's on my Facebook page, Dalit is Hebrew. Nehru signed a pact with a Christian missionary, okay, and that Christian missionary um, was called Dr. Verrier Elvin. Um, and they barred entry into Nagaland um, from, uh, um, to any sadhus entering the state. I mean, sadhus, any guru, I'm, I'm guessing they include gurus, but uh, the actual concept, the actual word is sadhus. And it says Nagaland is the only place that's safe from sadhus. So they had to protect. The goal is to not allow people, sadhus or gurus or uh, teachers to enter into a Hindu state, which was then Hindu, predominantly Hindu, ethnically cleanse the Hindus, keep them away from any 
type of uh, influence, knowledge, teaching uh, of their souls, put them on reservations like they did to the Native uh, Americans, uh, isolate them, keep them in poverty, and when they're in poverty, say, oh, no, caste, caste, caste. Oh, look, Dalit caste. Look how the Hindus are Dalit and caste. And then say, oh, if you want to, you want to resist, uh, you, you want to change, you must change to Christianity. That is called coercion and forced conversion. That is a genocide, an ethnic cultural genocide. They, t- they keep you in poverty, they isolate you, and once they isolate you, they, force, they, 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 they tell you lies, they tell you you're going to hell, you're a savage, you're filthy, you're pagan, you're going to hell. They tell you all the negative things in the world, and then after they say yes, uh, convert to Christianity, or if not, uh, you're going to hell, you'll die. And people are scared, they're poor, they're isolated, they don't know anything about the world, and so they convert. And that's why you have, oh my God, so many churches in, in the Northeast. 95% of the Northeast is, is now in, of Nagaland uh, is now Hindu, uh, is now Christian. I remember my mother used to rejoice, see how Nagaland, how the Northeast has become Christian, so great. And I was like, what a weird woman. Why would you want to, even then, back then when I was young, why would you want anyone to be Christian? Uh, you know, uh, Hindus are also important. They are friends. Yes, but Christianity is, you know, blah, XXX. Um, and if you want, my dear friends, on my Facebook page, I've put a link on it. Uh, Dalit is Hebrew. It, this comes directly from the Indian uh, culture.gov.in uh, slash archives uh, page from the government of India. So I'm not making this up. Uh, Nagaland is safe from the Hindu, from Sadhus, was uh, 1960, I think it was uh, 1964, 15th of uh, October. Um, it was an article in the newspapers. Nagaland safe from from sadhus. There is one state in India in which sadhus have no access. The state of Nagaland. It means they were prevented against the Indian constitution because the constitution allows you. Uh, uh, the constitution allows you to go to every state. Why should you be banned from the state? That's inconstitutional. But of course. The Nehru and the Gandhis can do anything they want because they own the country. And the, the hypocritical uh, you know, judges, uh, they, they follow the Gandhi law. The Gandhi says something, they say yes. They are supposed to be honorable and they are supposed to follow the Indian constitution. They pretend to be my lords. The my lords of India pretend to be uh, loyal to the constitution, but in reality, they are loyal only to the, Indi- to the Gandhis. Recently in the violence in, Mer- um, uh, in Nu, in, in Haryana, in Mewat, uh, I think it's Gurgaon, uh, there is um, a video come out. There is a video come out. Um, and the video uh, that has come out uh, saying that the new violence uh, was recorded, um, a mullah uh, from um, a Muslim mullah, um, 
organizing the new violence in Haryana and making sure that no one should talk about it openly on, on social media so that they are not caught. But apparently they did. But this was, uh, this was the violence. It was pre-planned. It was not something that was on the spot. Oh my God, my feelings are hurt. It was pre-planned and they, their goal was to kill as many Hindus as possible. And they call this peaceful. Oh, we are peaceful. This is how um, Islam run its rut in India for 1300 years. They were never peaceful. They did not convert through, uh, um, uh, through Sufism. This, oh, we were Sufis is a hoax. Uh, why did you change? I mean, if the Sufis were so great, why did you change? No, you did not change from Sufism to Sunnism or Shiism. It was always violence. And this is just a continuation. Because remember, we're currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. So if you're doing something now, generations up the line, you're doing exactly the same thing. The labels have changed, but the mentality has not, my dear friend. So this currents and waves, Islamic genocide that's come through has been there for a very long time. Christianity is not far behind. Um, and of course, everyone else is involved in it because when you're saving yourself from, from violence, you're involved in violence. Every group is involved. Every person in that junction is, um, is um, involved in the violence and is wrong. Uh, how did you come to a junction of violence is the question. Um, I asked a, a, a guru, uh, not, not a guru, a historian, uh, was it a historian recently? Um, I can't remember who he was, sorry. Uh, he was talking on, um, on a platform and he was talking about the national art of uh, uh, Kalikutta, I think, I'm not sure the name, in Kerala, uh, the ancient art of self-defense uh, in Kerala. You can look it up on the website. Um, and I said, he was talking about how great it is, how we've lost it, and how uh, he is spreading it as much as possible in, in, in India. And it is an ancient art. We need to keep it. It's an art for self-defense. It's not an art for violence. And where people in, in ancient times were able to defend themselves and not depend on the police and on things and people, um, on, on, on the military to help them. They self-defended themselves, and that's why they were strong. So... I said, uh, I asked him, is uh, the violence today in India, the rape, the violence, the genocide, the, the um, extreme violence that's happening, is it because of the fact that India has lost its art of self-defense? We have forgotten the art of self-defense. Uh, like in ancient times, we are weak. And not only that, we've forgotten our dharma, um, our knowledge, our science. And because of that, we are, we are now at like sitting ducks, being ready to be uh, raped and, and, and beaten and abused and, and violated and uh, ethnically cleansed. Um, we don't have the art of self-defense. Is that the reason why we've forgotten these art forms, traditional art forms? And he says, yes, in the olden days, this did not happen because we had the art of self-defense. And this, my friends, is the reason I'm having this conversation today, is we have to go back to the art of self-defense um, um, like in ancient times. So the ancient art of self-defense in Kerala. 
Um, I don't know what it is. I don't remember the name. Kalari Payatu. I'm not pronouncing it well. I know that. I'm sorry. Kalari Payatu. The art of Kalari Payatu. Okay. Uh, it's a full contact. It could be semi-contact. Um, it's an ancient Indian martial art originated in Kerala. It's known for its long-standing history, um, and it's one of the oldest surviving martial arts in India. Um, now, if we are to stop the genocide, the ethnic cleansing of Hindus, um, we have to go back to this art. Be if, because if not, then we'll become like Afghanistan, we'll become like uh, Karachi, we'll become like Pakistan, Bangladesh, Kashmir, uh, Mewut, um, you know, and having said that, I have to say I'm more and more proud of my father today that he and his generation stood up against the um, Portuguese, the mighty Portuguese, and uh, kicked them out of Goa. My goodness gracious me, how sweet was that? Uh, and, I, and they're still not happy about it all these years. Still not happy. They keep brainwashing us that, oh, during the Portuguese times, we were better just to get us to support them so that they can keep proselytizing. My answer is no. In any way, one thing I wanted to bring to you is these areas, okay, where, um, you know, dharma has been removed and it's being supplicated, uh, supplemented uh, by Abrahamic groups. It has gone down the drain, my friends, gone down the drain, okay, completely, utterly, fully and totally gone down the drain. Um, let me explain that to you. Afghanistan, what is, okay, what is the economy of Afghanistan? Zero, garbage bin. There's, there, there is nothing there. People are dying, being abused, murdered. There's war going on there since the 1980s. This is what the loss of dharma does to you, my friend. When you supplicate dharma with Abrahamic ignorance, you will get war. Look at Kashmir war. Look at Pakistan, war. Uh, look at Baluchistan, war. Look at Bangladesh, there's always some type of problem. They are not capable of, um, they are not capable of, uh, of uh, getting out of something. Yes, they're doing economically, they're doing a lot better than a lot of people and you have to give it to them, but there is still massive uh, you know, war. There's still, not war, but I say, uh, um, um, there is violence, but it's put under the rug. Uh, there is, there are problems. They still have, a, they're, they're a little bit shaky in areas. They're doing fantastically well in other areas. And kudos to Bangladesh. But yes, there is genocide. They are trying to eradicate Hindus from that land completely. Um, they have issues that they will not talk about. Uh, they went to the 1971 genocide of uh, Muslim on Muslim. Okay, uh, they went to 1946 the, uh, and the breakup of Bengal, which is also another reason of Muslim vi Islamic violence, which would not happen if we had dharma in these areas. Uh, the dharma was taken off. And guess what? Before that, the Mughals came and had more genocides and wars and um, uh, in these areas. Again, everywhere Abraham goes, there is war, there is lack of economy, loss of, of, of business, economics, 
and and you have to really really you know there's it needles in the haystack if you want to look at good stories you want to find out good stories um bangladesh in some areas is is has a lot of those stories but not everywhere um you have um kashmir where's the stories where's the economic uh you know utopia over there uh no i'm going to tell you how it's come back after modi's come in but until um you know it it was ruled by the congress led congress alliance uh the alliance with um um you know by pakistan to the back door um no you had drugs my dear friend drug cartels the northeast they were kept they were isolated from everyone we were not allowed to talk about them why abrahamic occupation of this land dharma has been wiped out dharma is being wiped out there's ethnic cleansing of dharma and hindus in this land forcibly po- impoverished forcibly i- isolated forcibly indoctrinated and forcibly colonized one more time um and this is why uh, and this is what happened you have drug cartels there and the christian churches are well involved in the drug cartels in this land and that is why we have problems uh remove the drug dharma and you will have drug cartels look at kashmir drug cartels why do you think pakistan wants this land not for the people they don't care one single bit they care about the drug cartels what about punjab is 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 being is ruined by drug cartels again there's so much of drugs coming that land what about um what about karachi what about pakistan drugs drug cartels the economy is in tatters okay look at afghanistan it's there's no use talking about afghanistan anymore it's a gone case everywhere you have abrahamic groups dharma goes away it's being ethnically cleansed before the abraham comes into this land dharma always wins on the top economics with dharma dharma and economics go hand in hand and and they always flourish but with the moment you bring abraham in the middle it's a gone case it's slavery thuggery slavery drug cartels is all you will get uh let me go back to kashmir uh let me go back to kashmir kashmir until uh, abrogation of 19 uh, of article 370 it was a mess i don't even have to go there it was a mess okay they didn't have electricity since 1947 Raj- rahul gandhi talks about uh how there was um dharma is um how bjp butchered india but rahul gandhi does not talk in parliament about how there was no electricity in kashmir in 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 areas when the when the indian national congress and their allies were in power uh in many places um and the moment he leaves all of a sudden everything comes back to normal so till november 20 20 uh in ladakh electricity for the first time after independence in november of 2020 electric electricity was supplied to the village of potoksar in leh district between the passes of two major villages of ladakh in kashmir uh take tetan uh, in duru block of south kashmir anand Anantang district got electricity connection for the first time after 75 years in January 2023. 
in Ladakh again. The Reliance Geo became the first operator to, uh, to provide 46 mobile connectivity in the Spangmik village near Pangong Lake in Ladakh in June of 2022. Uh, Ladakh GI Tag uh, Apricot District um, sorry, in the first Ladakh Rakste Karpo, Apricot gets geographical uh, identification in December 2022. Um, first double lane motorway bridge in the Union Territory uh, of Ladakh inaugurated in Choglaksmar in August of 2020. Jammu Kashmir, for the first time in the history of Jammu Kashmir, record 1.88 crore tourists visited the JNK in the year 2022 to enjoy the beauty and of various famed tourist spots. Uh, in Sansar Jammu, the first tulip garden in Jammu division inaugurated at Sansar, the garden spread over 40 uh, uh, canals with 2.7 lakh tulips, uh, bulbs of 25 different varieties situated amid lush green woods in Ramban district of Jammu. Uh, JNK uh, trans that was in April of 23. Um, JNK road transport started tourist bus for the first time in May 2023 to the border area of Titwal in JNK to promote border and religious tourism in May of 2023. Again, in 2022, you have sports, the first ever national rowing championship inaugurated in Jammu and Kashmir um, in June 2022. And the first JNK uh, Road Transport Corporation deluxe bus services from Punch to Srinagar via Mughal Road flagged off in May of 2023. Uh, all of this, all of this, because dharma has come back to Kashmir. And this is what Rahul Gandhi uh, wants to stop. Why? Because of his drug cartels. This is his answer for the BJP butchering, uh, has, has murdered India, he says. He does not talk about this. He wants to run a propaganda, a rhetoric, to cover up for this because they never did it in 75 years. They let the invaders and colonizers of this land, the Abrahamic invaders and colonizers, selectively ethnically cleanse Hindus from this land. They allowed it. Ethnic cleansing of Hindus have gone on without question in Afghanistan, in Pakistan, in Kashmir, in, um, in the Northeast. The drug cartels have replaced Dharma. Violence has replaced Dharma. Deprecation of our rights of hum humanity has replaced Dharma. But our ancestors did not fight for this. Our ancestors did not leave us a heritage uh, to install, um, to, did not fight to install some secular uh, jihadi democracy. They did not fight for us to, to, uh, to impose some ethnic cleansing of Hindus. They fought to establish Dharma and we have given them up. We've given it up. We have let them down. It is our duty at this point of time to stand up and say, we are sorry, we apologize. We thought it would be with us forever just by having the label. No, dharma is hard work. Dharma is cycles. Dharma is 
every junction, making every junction into an intellectual laboratory, learning, understanding, understanding the currents that form the waves, uh, appreciating, evolving, uh, solving, and, and, and becoming better and using that knowledge to convert pain into power. That is dharma, my friends, because cycle after cycle, we are still just the same. The labels might change, but the mentality will not, because it's not the labels that define the mentality. It is the mentality that defines the label. It is the currents that form the waves. Um, and that's important to understand. So that is why I am telling you it is very, very important for us to understand that our ancestors did not fight for us to be secular, uh, did not fight for an Abrahamic jihadi democracy. It, they fought to establish dharma. And the ethnic cleansing of Hindus has to stop. And the only way to stop is not by laws because none of these, uh, none of these Abrahamic groups give a damn about law. They will establish their own law and they make sure that you follow their law. Uh, they don't give a damn about the constitution. Just They'll just buy out the judges and the uh, Supreme Court and all the courts lock, stock and barrel. They don't care because they've got all the money from the drugs. So it is up to us to stand up it is up up to us to have that conversation to learn about the dharma to find that balance to heal on the inside to lose the anger the anxiety heal have that conversation and you will heal the world on that note i thank you for your time i wish you all the very best i wish you peace remember we are all the same every single human being is the same aham brahmasmi thank you stay safe until we meet again